Hello, and welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. I am your host, Eric Tenkar, your bartender in the OSR, your main proprietor at the Tenkar's Tavern Blog. Uh, I spoke a little bit about low stats a couple of episodes ago, and, and why, in my opinion, characters with extremely low stats would not be suitable for adventuring. Why other party members would basically tell them to go pound sand when they go, ooh, 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 Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter, pick me, pick me. It's like, no, Epstein, we're not going to pick you. Uh, why would you pick somebody with low stats? But uh, we get some uh, input in the matter from none other than uh, old man Grognard, Glenn Halstrom. So let's listen to Glenn. Hi, Eric, old man Grognard here. Well, I just listened to 415. Hmm, three stats. Uh, rather, stats that are three. The stat is three. Yeah, that is a problem. I don't know if this is going to help you or not, but because this is players rolling characters and not NPCs or anything that the Dungeon Master controls. But I always am a proponent of benchmarks, at least for my NPCs and monsters. Well, not so much monsters, but more like, what is the average? What is the average stat for a NPC? Well, if you're going to go straight down the line with D&D, it's going to be 9, because 3 to 18, half of 18 is 9. I'm not counting the 1, 2, 3, 1 and 2. So everybody has an average stat of 9. Now, that makes writing up NPCs and other things like that really easy because all I have to do is write out the stat on the block that is either above or below that so you know what's going on. So I don't know how that would apply to player characters, but you might want to give it a thunk about it, and maybe it will help. I don't know. Anyway, that's my two cents. I'm going to go start my day. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right, Glenn. Now, you, you, you have some good thoughts there. Uh, just so I don't get in trouble with Glenn, because he, we just had Tavern Chat, and he's like, I used your Google Voice number. So, yes, folks, if you don't want to use the app, if you don't want to use the interface online to leave a message, if you want to use your regular phone, you can do so. I forget to mention this number often enough. I'm going to mention it now. 347 509-5168. That's 347-509-5168. This is the number for uh, Google. That's my Google voice number. You can leave a voicemail. There is no 59-second limit on this, but please don't leave, like, I don't know, a five-minute voicemail because we only do about 10 minutes for these episodes, and it might be just a wee bit excessive. Um, few things. Uh, actually, the average is not nine, Glenn. It's actually 10, 10.5 or 10.5. Because your low end is three, your high end is 18. All right. And since it's 3d6, we know the spread is e equal on each die. It would be different if we were using different size dice, perhaps, how this all comes out. But in any case, three to 18. Ten and a half is your average. So ten or eleven is your average score. All right. So what 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 does that mean? That means that 
like I said, you're the average person. You don't exceed, but you don't fall behind. You don't lack. You're not going to be considered weak or stupid. You're average. That's what average means, right? Most of us are average. Maybe not across the board. We have something that we excel in, but we are mostly average. Now, I do like the idea of a system like uh, the phaser system, your classic uh, Marvel superheroes from the TSR era, where you don't necessarily give these numbers. But part of the issue still remains. If somebody is feeble, are they really going to be a hero? Think about it. If you have that much of a weakness in any of your main attributes, your physical or mental statistics, stats, abilities, how viable are you as a hero? Hmm. And the same thing goes with, uh, you know, fantasy RPGs, science fiction RPGs. When you look at fiction, right? Yes. There are characters in there that have sometimes those stats. I guess Raceland and and Dragonlance, but he was also compensating that by being the most powerful magic user there was at the time. He got he got physically weaker as he got intellectually or magically more powerful and stronger. He didn't start out that week. Okay, he didn't start out as this. Uh, individual that you know couldn't lift a twig. He is. I, I I actually forget. It's been so long since I've read this shit. Uh, I believe that as he became more magically attuned and more evil in his nature, the the balance was that physically uh, his kind of strength, his constitution, kind of kind of tanked. But. When you see heroes of fiction, you don't see them like even Conan. Conan's not stupid. Conan is, at the very least, average if not above average intelligence. He exceeds at pretty much everything. When you're playing fancy RPG, yes, your character is meant to be a hero. I'm not saying a superhero, uh, but I don't feel that there's that huge need to balance out positives by making sure there are corresponding negatives. When I run campaigns, I usually, my house rule usually is, if he's in Swords and Wizardry or whatever we're playing with, uh, a system has negative ability score, oh, ability score attributes or adjustments, penalties in the system. I tell my players, all right, add up all your bonuses for your high scores, add up your penalties for your low scores. If you come out at zero or less, so if you come out at, at average overall or less, you don't have to keep that character. You can re-roll. Why do I do that? Because if you're going to be a hero, you're going to be an adventurer, you should be just a cut 
above the average individual. Now, I know when we roll 3d6, that's going to be rare, right? 3d6 in order, just how it used to be, right? Why did Gary go to 46 with AD&D? Because he recognized that you're expected to be a hero. A cut above the rest. Also, though, he did change where bonuses kicked in, didn't he? He went from a 13 or better, generally was a 4 bonus, to a 15 or better. I don't know how the averages stack out for the odds, but it certainly also meant that it was less likely your character was going to have a negative attribute. Think about that. So even if the 46 and then the skewing of where the ability bonuses kick in, even if that top end balanced out, it still meant a skewing away from the bottom, from the penalty. Interesting, right? It's good, Glenn, though. I, you, know, you made me think a bit more about it. I appreciate it. All right, folks. On that note, I'm going to repeat the Google number one last time. 347-509-5168. If you enjoy yourself uh, by listening to these episodes and you shop at Amazon, uh, if you could do me a favor, it's not going to cost you anything extra, but next time you go to Amazon... Go to Amazon.com slash shop slash Eric Tenkar. That's Eric with a K, not a C, all one word. And if you shop via that link, a small portion of what you spend will go to help support the tavern. And I appreciate all the support. Thank you, folks. Thank you all. As always, be safe. God bless. Roll those dice. Roll them well. And I will talk with you all tomorrow. Later, folks.